Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And and if you are looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way, I've found that at Renaissance Bank, and I think a lot of a banking clients must have because Renaissance keeps finishing at the top of the heap when it comes to customer surveys that are conducted by timemagazinesmoney.com or Forbes magazine. So go to renaissancebank.com if you're looking for a better banking experience for your business and find one of their local offices. They've got some 200 across the South open and ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Jim Miller. Jim is the CEO of Dutch Crafters Amish Furniture. Jim, welcome. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Great to have you here. Let's uh, hear a little bit more about Dutch Crafters and how you're serving folks out there. As uh, the name implies, uh, Dutch Crafters is, we are internet retailers and also have showrooms. Uh, We sell Amish-made furniture representing about 150 different wood shops, very small wood shops in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's the real deal. It's made in America, uh, largely customizable. Uh, we try to match the the quality of the product with uh, exceptional customer experience as well. Wow. that's That sounds terrific and something worth diving into. Um, we'll get more into the details of this, but there's a specific reason why you're in Alpharetta today. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, we have a showroom here in Alpharetta. It is our second showroom. Uh, we had a grand opening in October, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, this week we're hosting the. Uh, in fact, this evening we're mm-hmm. hosting the uh, the uh, Chamber of Commerce event for the uh, Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. So we're delighted to have the business community come and visit our showroom. Yeah, and. Uh, and if you're listening to this show after the fact, you can always stop by, right? And we'll get we'll get more into location and whatnot later, right? You don't just have to come this evening. You can come every day if you like to. Absolutely. Um, let's talk. I mean, you started out e-commerce in um, uh, for Dutch crafters. Why um, why e-commerce? I mean, because furniture. You think, hey, we need to be in person to absolutely see that, right? Yeah. 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 We started, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary wow. in business, uh, this month actually. Mm. Uh, so 20 years, uh, back, if I can take you back 20 years ago, e-commerce, uh, you and I are old enough, I think to remember. <laughs> I know I am. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're old enough to remember a day before there, you could buy things on the website. Right. Uh, you know, so 20 years ago, e-commerce was brand new. We were mm. just sort of getting this thing out of the box. Uh, a friend in, of mine from graduate school and I decided we wanted to be in, we wanted to own our own business, mm-hmm. wanted to be entrepreneurs. And we saw uh, the World Wide Web as an opportunity to get in and uh, and try something new. There was a window of opportunity there. We didn't. Uh, we had some ideas on how we were going to sell on on the on on an e-commerce platform, 
and we thought those were good ideas. We knew we wanted to sell um, uh, products on a on a you know a, a niche kind of a model. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know what we wanted to sell, and so we didn't have any money. Uh, we we he knew how to build websites. My job was try to figure out what products we were going to list on those websites. Uh, we were opportunistic in those days, and we tried a number of things. Uh, in that first year, we were, got into some Amish-made crafts. I'll skip the details, but that was kind of the story there. Mm-hmm. And some outdoor furniture. And my wife and I, who was part, she was involved in the business in the very early uh, days and still is today, we were up in Pennsylvania looking for some vendors and, and uh, products to sell. And, and we had these crafts that we had been selling. She kept seeing this uh, this beautiful furniture that was made by Amish craftsmen, and she said, "You know, I really think there's something here uh, that we could be successful with. Why don't we try to sell uh, the this Amish furniture on on our website?" And uh, in all my uh, wisdom and seasoned experience, I said, "That will never work." <laughs> She, uh, this sounds like a conversation with me and my wife, right? <laughs> She's the one that knows something. Yeah, yeah. And you know where that's going. Yeah. I know where it's going. So it, uh, you know, I said, that's never going to work. People aren't going to buy it online. Right. You, you got to remember too. I mean, again, it, it, that at the time e-commerce was, it was new. People didn't trust it. There were confidence issues, sort sure. of had a shady side to it from right. some perspectives. Mm-hmm. But my questions were, I mean, how nobody's going to buy furniture that they haven't seen in person mm-hmm. uh, and particularly spend the money that was associated with our price points. Uh, how are you going to finish it? How are you going to ship it? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So I saw a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. Well, she's pretty persistent. <laughs> and uh, Fortunately for you. For, very fortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so we gave it a try, opened Dutch Crafters. And uh, the next year we did, uh, which was our first full year of business, we did about a half a million dollars in revenues and almost all of it was in the furniture. Oh, wow. And this is what year? This was, that was 2003 and 2004. Okay. Uh, so, wow. um, so yeah, it was a great time to uh, be wrong. Uh, I've heard about it a few times since then, uh-huh. you know, so uh, I think that that was, uh, that was really how we got our start. But I will say, um, you know, the the challenges in selling uh, a very, um, when you think of a, a typical web-based product that fits an e-commerce model, Amish-made furniture is not the thing that comes to mind. There is that high-touch component to it. You know, people, people uh, you know, they live with their furniture, right? You, mm-hmm. eat, you eat on the tables, you sit in the chairs, you sleep in the beds. You work at the desk, you entertain your friends at, around the, the living room or outdoors. So there's an emotive kind of almost, you know, there's that nuanced sort of personal connection there that you have. So selling furniture on on on, on a web base uh, has been, uh, we've been good at it, but it hasn't been easy. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of a lot of folks look at it and sort of say, well, that looks like, you, that looks like it would be pretty, pretty, pretty easy. You don't have to work too hard on that model. Uh, not quite the truth so, yeah 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 Been a lot of work there yeah i can see that i can see how that would be um let's just talk about what what comes out in people's minds when they think amish furniture i mean because that that 
in and of itself has has a is a brand, right? Sure. Yeah. Now, talk more about that. Yeah, there's a lot that's associated with Amish uh, made furniture, and and some of it is really um, it plays some of its stuff that we really want to hang on to, and some of it isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the stuff that that is. Uh, you know, the, the good parts of that for us is that it's associated with a high degree of integrity, mm-hmm. real you know, honesty, authenticity. It's the craftsmanship that goes into it. It's extraordinary. Uh, it's made in America. Mm-hmm. You know, there are the, the Amish uh, uh, furniture industry is basically located in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana. That's mm-hmm. where we source our product. Mm-hmm. So a lot of trustworthy, you know, credibility, uh, that's built into the product. The The stuff that we sometimes can't get over quite as easy is that often people associate it with grandma's furniture, mm. you know, the, the, the colonial styles and the, in the, in the shaker styles and very traditional styles, often in Oak wood in a natural finish. And, and it's not quite what everybody has in mind What everybody's looking for. We have those products and, and a whole lot of people that want it and we sell that. Mm-hmm. But if you walk into our showroom, uh, most people will say, wow, this isn't, is this, I thought this was Amish made. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite what I was expecting. Uh, we have a variety of styles, uh, wood types, finish options. So, um, you know, so again, there's some nuances that are helpful and also some, some uh, you know, limitations with, with that association with the Amish furniture. Yeah, but I would think the um, the upside of that of, of it over, overweighs any of the downside. I would think hundred percent. Yeah, the upside. You know, we we you know, one of the the great things uh, that I have appreciated about this product is that I've I spent the last twenty years mostly sleeping pretty well at night, knowing that we're not you know over promising and under delivering. The the product uh, carries a high degree of of uh, you know, integrity with it and, and the craftsmanship really is something that, you know, people are thrilled when it arrives. 99.5% of people are thrilled with it when it arrives. They yeah. always get a few that, you know, where there's a couple of problems here or there. Yeah, you always have that. Not, met, not much for us. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that um, uh, I think is interesting, too, about your company, you talk about sourcing from 150, I think, different uh, vendors, is that correct? That's correct. And and so what you're talking about is really supporting. It's not just made in the USA. It's made in the USA with um, entrepreneurs. That's right. right. Yeah, they're these are small businesses. Yeah. Many of them are, uh, you know, the small wood shops that are often you know maybe a dozen employees on average. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have a few that are that are where you you got fifty or seventy employees. That's a that's a that those would be outliers. And then you have a few that where it's a single person or, you know, father and son kind of, uh, kind of a deal, but most of them are in the, are small wood shops that are somewhere between, I'd say, you know, eight and, and 18. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we support, uh, those businesses, those independent businesses, um, help to sell their products and open up new markets. A lot of them, uh, you know, they don't, Prior to working with us, they they never had any sales out out to Houston or San Francisco or Seattle, and right. and so we've helped to 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 bridge that gap for them. Uh, so there's a, I take a lot of uh, pride in that too, and and it feels good 
to both help those entrepreneurs, partly too because uh, I share a heritage with a lot of them. I grew up in a Mennonite church and mm. uh, as a kid worked worked alongside uh, Amish uh, people in my uncle's Amish restaurants and, and that kind of thing. So, right. you know, it feels good to be able to help support that group. Yeah, and when you say, I mean, you know, a, a common word that we use in business is quality. But I, one of the things I notice is you use the word integrity, and right. that that really takes it a step further, right? Yeah. Um, and that real that's you know really what you're talking about when you're talking about um, folks that have the kind of deep convictions that uh, the Amish have, right? I I think uh, you know not to pick on anybody, but I think quality is probably an overused word in, yeah. in some in some ways. We tried to take that a step further in, in really talking about both integrity and authenticity. Uh, so it it's um, it's just not the kind of um, you know product that you 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 get a lot when you're shopping in big box stores and such. Uh, you know, this is a there's a story there. It comes from the <laughs> Yeah, it starts in the trees and in mm-hmm. the hills in Pennsylvania. And wow, I mean, I, sometimes I sort of, you know, I'm driving through one of those states and those back roads, and I think this is just a great American story here too about entrepreneurs who might not be people's typical thing that they come comes to mind when you're when you're thinking about entrepreneurs, but they are in every sense of the word. And uh, you know, it's it's I I think it's cool to be a part of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Jim Miller, folks, he's the CEO of Dutch Crafters. So, Jim, um, we've been up here at 40,000 feet talking about furniture. Let's get into some of the details of your products. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the website, and I'm looking forward to being being there this afternoon to see uh, at the showroom itself uh, some of what the products you have to offer. But let's give our listeners a little um, taste of what they can find when they go to your website. Yeah, well, I would start with the the fact that we have about 15,000 different product IDs on our website, mm. and all of them, or the vast majority of them, can be uh, customized or personalized. So when when customers come into our showroom or they shop on on the, the website or call our, our call center, uh, we you know, we start with what do what does that customer want? You know, mm-hmm. so so it starts with obviously product types, but you're choosing a wood type, you're, you're choosing finishes and then a whole lot of options. Customer makes a purchase and we send that, that purchase order over to the wood shop and they, they start pulling the wood off the bins, you know, it, so it starts really at that beginning level. It's made, made to order in that sense. So, um, so that is, uh, you know, part of the, 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 the process in terms of building and ordering the furniture. We sell furniture um, uh, for every room in the house, you know, so it's dining and bedroom, office furniture, uh, living room is a is a big category for us, and and uh, and outdoor furniture as well. Uh, we do a lot of lot of outdoor furniture, so um, lots of options. I think that's one of the big takeaways. So it's it's and those options include finish. They include uh, finish, you know, again wood type, so. Mm-hmm. Oak, cherry, okay. walnut, maple, wow, hickory, etc. Uh-huh. And then, and so it it starts with the the, the selection of a wood, and then the finish options. Uh, we've we've got we've got tons of finishes uh, to choose from, um, 
And, uh, you know, we do a lot of two-tone finishes too and, and that kind of thing. So really you can, you can almost build your own, you know, table in, sen- in the sense of, uh, or whatever you're chopping for, in the sense of uh, starting with those options and going from there. Wow, that's terrific. So what are, what are some of your, the more popular items that you have? We, we sell so, you know, so because we're e-commerce, uh, we're really based on customer search. So we, we have customers that are, that are searching for and shopping for a huge variety of products. We don't have, um, we don't have just a few products that are, that are where we sell so many more than, than others. Uh, we got a great distribution there. So our top selling product would still be less than, you know, one half of a percent of our total sales. The 80-20 rule doesn't quite apply with us as it, as it might in some other businesses. I will say this, we, one of our more, we, we also have an Amazon store, Dutch Crafters uh, store on Amazon, and we sell a phenomenal amount of uh, birdhouses and, and uh, bird feeders. Oh, uh, really? It's it's a little bit of a surprise because it's not the furniture, you know. Uh-huh. But it, but uh, we have a warehouse in in Indiana, uh, and we stock it full of birdhouses and bird feeders and hope chests and and a whole lot of crafts like that. So that's fun too. Uh, but yeah, we we do we do quite a volume of birdhouse and bird feeders. Well, I guess that's a good way for people to get introduced to you, right? Yeah, sure. We try to uh, treat every customer as you know it. You know, with the whether they're buying a birdhouse or you know a, a whole dining set uh, or furniture for their whole house, you know they're important important in terms of uh, the service and experience that we try to provide. Yeah, and um, and when people buy, they know that they're buying something that's going to last. We we sell furniture that lasts for uh, literally for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not the kind of thing that that uh, ends up in a landfill in 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 three years, and you have to go out and buy another set. So we often um, uh, have people who are passing it down to you know future generations. It's really it's really made to last for a very very long time. That's terrific, uh, Jim Miller, folks, CEO. Of Dutch crafters. Uh, so Jim, somewhere along the way you decided e-commerce just, um, you had proved what you needed to prove there, but you, you thought showrooms made sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, so we, we started, as I mentioned earlier in, in, uh, 2003 on an e-commerce model, mm-hmm. we started really doing the hard thing first. We sold nationwide from the very beginning, uh, shipping all over the place. Um, you know, throughout the country, uh, you know, so de- really developing the marketing model. What we found over the years is that, uh, well, I'll just say, in, in, we didn't op- we opened our first showroom in in uh, in 2015 when we we bought a, a building in Sarasota, Florida, where our headquarters are. Bought a building for that uh, was a two story building. Put our operations on the on the top floor, and on the bottom floor, we we opened up a showroom. And one of the reasons, or a few reasons, that we were trying to to uh, experiment with showrooms at at that point in time was that we just needed we wanted more tangibility. Mm-hmm. So we wanted um, we wanted to uh, you know t- to to get our hands on products so we could take photos of them, so we yeah. could get videos of them. Mm-hmm. 
Prior to that, we hadn't really seen most of the products firsthand unless we went up to see them in the wood shop, you know, all dusty and unfinished. Um, so that allowed us to really get more in touch, you know, our employees could learn more about it. And of course we wanted to sell. And what we found is, uh, um, that, that the customers within a, about a hundred mile radius uh, was our target market in terms of where we were really advertising, focusing the digital ads around the showroom. But what we found is that people were finding, uh, our products from a lot further than that. Uh, they'd find it on the website and they'd, they'd say, Hey, look, uh, they, they've got a showroom. There's a Dutch crafter showroom there in Sarasota. Let's drive over there. Uh, we'll, we'll stay for the weekend. We'll go to the beach, uh, do a little shopping and, and we'll, uh, and we'll stop in and see this furniture that we want to purchase. Mm-hmm. So, um, we really became a destination in that sense. Uh, and we saw customers driving from, you know, more than an hour away from Orlando, Tampa, Miami, wow, uh, way up in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought um, that made a lot of sense in terms of, of uh, you know, the local reach. Uh, the customers that would come into the showroom uh, had, you know, typically uh, spent quite a bit more money than those that bought online. Um, they, they, were, they were serious shoppers, not a lot of tire kickers that come mm-hmm. through our showrooms. Uh, so that, um, and, you know, we have to remember that, as I said earlier, there's a lot that goes with the furniture in terms of tangibility and just sort of the emotional component too. People live with this stuff. So, um, so my point is, I think that, that the, uh, that the, the, um, there's a whole lot, while there are people who want to buy on the website, there's a whole lot of people that really are, you know, w- would like to see it in person before they, they make the, before they pull the trigger and the showrooms have helped to provide that opportunity for, for folks. So, so we're seeing the same thing in Alpharetta already. We've only been open five, five months, but uh-huh. but already we're seeing, you know, people driving from South from, uh, you know, even South of Atlanta, they're coming in from Tennessee. We've got some shoppers from Alabama. Yesterday I was, was in the showroom and talking to some people that drove, uh, you know, more than an hour away, and mm-hmm. we're seeing that on a regular basis. So mm. we think we're we think we're onto something there that's going to be replicable in this area as well. Did you? Um, I, I know that uh, our chamber of commerce leaders, our city leaders, will be gl- delighted to hear this. But I mean, did you um, see Alpharetta as being a destination location? Was yes. that one of the reasons why you chose Alpharetta to yeah. locate? Absolutely. We, we, uh, we used a real uh, data-driven approach to start with to try to figure out where we wanted to, to locate. Um, uh, you know, again, I'll back up and say, you know, we've, we, we started selling on an e-commerce model doing a hard thing first. So we've actually been selling an Alpharetta for 20 years. Mm, of course. You know, be, yeah. on the web base. But, right. but the, the showroom location, we wanted to see, you know, what, a demographic that fit um, – you know, that fit our customer profile. Uh, we certainly saw that here, but intuitively also we wanted to, to we didn't want to get lost in a big city, but to be close enough to a big city that we could, we could, uh, you know, attract, attract, uh, people from the, that population as well. But we wanted to be in a, in a, in a place that had some character that had some vibrance and Alpharetta certainly fit that mold for us. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you've been, 
open now, you said five months. Yep. October, we had our grand opening. So I'd say that's right about, about five months from we're, we're into, we're into the fifth, getting on the six months now. Okay. And you're trying, you, you feel like you're tracking about where you thought you would be? Yes, we do. We, we feel like we've got the marketing, uh, that model that, 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 that piece is, is coming along real nicely for us. We keep tuning that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the, the responses that we're getting from, uh, customers in terms that are coming in, uh, uh have been very, very positive. Uh, I think they're, they're, uh, they're saying they're impressed with the showroom. It looks beautiful. They like yeah, the furniture. That's great. The experience has been good. And the, uh, the financial piece, of course, is what we, we look at as well. And the revenues are tracking certainly in the right direction. I'm happy with it. I think, that's great. you know, I think we, we, uh, we want to stay engaged in the community. So, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, our participation in the chamber is important. Mm-hmm. Awesome Alpharetta business association and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll make sponsorships and it's such too to to help support the local community where we can. But the um, but the uh, we're we're in it to be engaged. I think is my point, and uh, we certainly think Alpharetta is a great place to do that. That's terrific, Jim Miller, folks, the CEO of Dutch Crafters. So, uh, uh, Jim, this has been terrific, and I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that want to. Uh, drive over from wherever they are to hear this to to be uh, uh, check out your location. So let's give them uh, directions on how to find yep. your location first. Yep. Yeah, we're at 160 Main Street in Alpharetta. Uh, for for folks that that you know ask, well, where where is that? Uh, Monkey 68 is right out in front, uh, mm-hmm. so we own the building there uh, that Monkey 68 is in. In the Dutch Crafters showroom is in the back part of that building. So you you go to Monkey 68 and then look for the yellow doors. That's that's the Dutch Crafters showroom. You can of course find directions uh, on our website at dutchcrafters.com. dot com. And uh, uh, and this is 160 North Main, so just north of downtown that's, Alpharetta. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, North yeah. Main. Yeah. We're open uh, seven days a week, um, Monday through uh, Saturday is at 9 to 6, and then Sunday we're open from noon to 5. And you uh, you want to give a phone number or something like that yeah, as well? Yeah, I sure do. We have okay. a local number here in Alpharetta, which is 678-436-5308. Terrific. Um and if you happen to be listening to this show, we have a lot of listeners that aren't just in North Fulton. If you happen to be listening to the show somewhere other than North Fulton and can't necessarily readily drive to Alpharetta, there's always the website. There's right? always the website. <laughs> so let's give folks, tell them how they can find that. Yeah, DutchCrafters.com. And mm-hmm. uh, if you go to the website, it's there's easy access to uh the chat and phone numbers and and uh, email uh so you can you can stay in touch with us in whatever way you prefer that's terrific jim miller the ceo of dutch crafters uh jim this is terrific uh and we're just so delighted we could shine the light on the great work you're doing congratulations on your success welcome now Ferretta. Thank you so much. It's it's so great to be here. Uh, we're really proud of the showroom and really proud to be part of the community. Well, we're glad you're here. So thank you again for being here. Thanks. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you've got some issues in your small business that involve uh, 
the administrative task or bookkeeping or issues that are uh, weighing you down that you need some help with uh, so you can spend time on the front part of your business, which is dealing with customers and prospects and employees. I've got a suggestion for you, and that involves picking up the phone and calling the Chief Executive Angel at Office Angels, SES Cabido, 770-442-9246 is the phone number. You can also go to officeangels.us to learn more. And what they have is a whole team of angels that have the talent and experience necessary to handle work that's essential to creating and maintaining a successful small business. So if you've got some issues that are weighing you down that you need some help with uh, to help you fly higher, well, Office Angels can help. And I know that because I use their services myself. So check them out, and I think you'll be glad you did. And, folks, just a quick reminder, North Fulton Business Radio, we're coming up on our seventh year anniversary, and we're excited about that, and we are grateful. We've only made it this far because of you, our listener, because you continue to share the show when you've heard uh, a great business leader that you think uh, others need to know about. And I can't imagine that there's not a reason to share this show, So, uh, given what uh, Jim Miller has had to offer about Dutch Crafters. So, um Please continue to do that, and uh, we are grateful that you help us fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in North Fulton. So for my guest, Jim Miller, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.